Welcome to the Winnipeg Art Gallery podcast. I'm Leif Norman. Here's a special smaller episode about parallel universes. There were hundreds of interesting designs for a new Winnipeg Art Gallery building submitted in 1968, but only one was built. The architectural contest gave awards to second and third place proposals, and also honorable mentions. From Architecture Canada magazine, February 1968, I found an article describing the designs that almost came to life. Other articles featured in the magazine are about four new Unitarian church designs and architecture as political strategy. Some of the shortcomings of the honorable mentions were a failing to recognize greater obligations of total civic design. Another described as a highly animated piece of urban sculpture with a great sunken covered central court did little to strengthen the overall urban context. I'm not sure what that means, and there is sadly no picture of the design to accompany the critique. Here is one that reminds me of stadium risers where people would cheer from at a football game. If this one had been built, it may have gotten the nickname the Winnipeg Arts Stadium or the Doorstop. It is smaller than the gallery we have now. The narrow tip of the triangular lot is only used as an open area with some trees. The last of the honorable mentions has a large Lego block style described as quiet, unassuming, yet dignified expression within the relatively rigid geometry of the overall design. It involved an entry bridge over a sunken sculpture court and an auditorium that was separate from the main gallery building. The third place winner proposed a subway-like entrance across the street by the Bay Department Store. People would go downstairs and travel underground towards the gallery. I'm assuming this would have been a secondary entrance. The bulk of the gallery is made of three rectangular boxes suspended by posts, so the gallery visitor would encounter a huge mass silently hanging over them as they approached. The design is described as a strong response to the triangular site conditions and surrounding urban context. The second place winner was praised for its bold, simple, and uncomplicated statement involving a strong sense of unity by means of a large internal space enclosed by a great sloping glass roof. The galleries would look out onto the multi-storied central display court. This design is also a massive doorstop wedge which does not engage with the unusual triangular lot. This design is critiqued for its overall lack of refinement and not materially strengthening the concept of Memorial Boulevard. The jury felt the overall best design should become an integral part of the total urban fabric and enhance and strengthen the concept of the entire area. The winning building should stand as a brilliant symbolization of a progressive Winnipeg, and this is what Gusta Rosa's design does. Entry number 45 admirably performs the task of being a medium of communication between artifact and individual without complication. The jury is firmly convinced this design is one of the finest, if not the greatest, triangular building design yet achieved. On another note, if you have any anecdotes about Winnipeg firsts, then please let us know so we can include them in upcoming podcasts. 
For example, the Budweiser Clydesdales were originally from Winnipeg. The 911 emergency system was first implemented in Winnipeg, though it was 999 back in 1959. Bob Hope played his first game of golf in Winnipeg. James Bond was inspired by an intelligence officer from Winnipeg named William Stephenson, codenamed Intrepid. Winnipeg was a vaudeville center where Groucho Marx met Charlie Chaplin for the first time. Winnie the Pooh was an orphaned bear cub named after Winnipeg by a World War I soldier and became the brigade's mascot. You can see some images of the buildings that were discussed in the podcast at Pinterest slash WAGCA. And please email us at wagpodcast at gmail.com for any suggestions of Winnipeg firsts. And thanks for listening.